It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew and Mo here today. Oh. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you feel as naked as I do right isn't, now? Isn't that a a uh, scary Halloween podcast? Bro, we haven't done this, I think, since like January of 2016. Probably so. And it's, it's probably going to be just as bad as it was then. <laughs> it might even be worse. Because <laughs> over time, we, we've started to rely on Kyle more and more. I think we're giving him too much power. He's, he's, he's the man of the show. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's like the steady hand. You know, he he, he takes our vision and, and kind of makes it happen with his uh, steady stewardship. Moo Cow Ridge, the cigar noise of this podcast. That's right, the cigar noise. He is, uh, he's not bringing the bull tonight. Hey. And um, where's Danny? Uh, trick or treating stuff. I think he's what tri- was it? Trick or treating. Yeah. He's in the. He's not in the building. So I think those are their two. <laughs> those are their two uh, intros. So, dude, I've been um, spent some time on the road the last couple of weeks. Been been listening to a lot more uh, podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we could be a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh I listen to a few when I'm working in the warehouse and yeah. uh the, yeah but man there's some out there that I've listened to that it's like oof <laughs> I hope yeah. we don't sound that bad <laughs> right <laughs> I don't yeah. I so you go back and actually listen to the podcast I I do other than some editing have never listened to one of our podcasts is it is that because you just don't like hearing your own voice or what uh, it's not that like you talk that much anyway. That's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess time wise, I just I'd rather listen to someone else. I was already here yeah. for this, so I got what we said. But uh, I'd like to listen to somebody else bullshit. That's interesting. That's interesting. All I, right, I don't so, care okay. about listening to myself. That doesn't yeah. bother me or anything. I just don't. I don't know. I was here for it, so. I'd rather waste my time with uh, someone else. Like uh, TLE, I listen to a lot of their stuff, and I've been listening yeah. to Cigar Noise, uh, their podcast. Yeah. Uh, Mike Drop, have you ever heard of this guy? No. So I wasn't in the military for anybody that, no. anyways, I wasn't in the military. But this guy, Mike Drop, uh, sorry, his name's Mike. Podcast is called Mike Drop. He's an ex like uh, Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. And he has uh, guests on. Some of them are obviously military guys and whatnot. But he has on um, fitness figure athletes, bodybuilders. Uh, he's now like a German Shepherd, like dog trainer and stuff. So he has different people on like that. He's had on, uh, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna butcher names and stuff. But had on the the dude that infiltrated the uh, uh, big biker gang and stuff. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the podcast. It's good. Okay. Those are my main three. That's about all I listen to. Yeah. I, so I was listening to, so I was on the road with uh, the Graves 90, 1997, which uh, Johnny Graves, um, the rep for Patina in Tennessee and the Carolinas and this past week, and he's a big Adam Carolla podcast guy. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty damn hilarious. Like, bro, like we remember... I remember Adam Carolla from when he was on like the Drew and whatever show. Remember with that Dr. Yeah, Drew? Adam and Drew. And he was, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then he was with Loveline. Love Oh <laughs> my God. Oh, that's great. I used to love that show. <laughs> it's fucking I don't hilarious. Really remember it. I mean, I remember it. I don't remember what were the topics on that. People would call in with their stupid stuff or, all the time. It wasn't necessarily like sexual or anything, but a lot of it went that way with with Adam Carolla, but he's a sick bastard. <laughs> he is. He really is. I remember. Not. not yeah. I ahead. remember listening to that show when I lived in Colorado a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was on late at. It must have been late at night. Yeah, it was. I remember that. Yeah. What did he do with Kimmel? Didn't he do something with Kim? Wasn't he? Was he on Jimmy or 
him and Kim will ever work together. I don't. I'm not sure about that. Drew or Adam Carolla? Adam Carolla. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. See, we need Cow to be googling this shit while we're talking about it. Where's that so tapping? We had, what's that? Where's that annoying tapping? Not me. Oh, no, that'd no. be Cow. That's Cow. Right? He's the tapper. So, <laughs> speaking of the Kawhi Leonard laugh, bro, what is this Arnold ad for Terminator? Isn't that awesome? So somebody ha- okay. So, go ahead. <laughs> well, please. So I, I'm speechless. Okay, I'm glad you are. So so the the history behind Kawhi. After that crazy laugh and stuff, I guess people started calling him the Terminator. Right. Okay. So now with Arnold's publicity of this new movie coming out, which, by the way, it opens tonight. Does uh, it really? It does. So once again, while we're podcasting early, my wife decided to get me tickets to the movie tonight as like a surprise this morning. (laughs) What's better than that? (laughs) Which was awesome, but at the same time, it was like, I made plans later. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Terminator opened. So I, I guess I, I didn't hear the exact story, but them calling him the Terminator, Schwarzenegger teamed up with him for publicity for the new movie. Right. At the same time, coincidentally, that we've been talking about this. I don't know, dude. It doesn't I mean? You know, it almost begs the question: Is somebody in in either Kawhi Leonard's camp or Arnold Schwarzenegger's camp? I mean, did they listen to the Sultans of Smoke? Maybe someone in Arnold's camp saw your T-shirt when you when you took the picture with them. Yeah, who knows? I'd like to. I think, mean, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But I'd like to think somebody uh, had a hand in that. <laughs> I I would look. I want to think so too. Um, there's a part of me that still wants to believe in Santa Claus as well. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> the all likelihood. Well, that kind of goes back, bro. It's like we always talk about there is a, a you know, the clientele or, or the people in the cigar industry, like smokers and, and stuff like that. A lot of these guys spend money, you know, mm-hmm. and in a, a lot of brands – there are a lot of cigar smokers that will tag brands. And I know we've talked about this and I'm going to continue to talk about this because it just, it boggles my mind is you have uh, a segment of the population that spends money. They sit there and they tag you in their social media postings, but yet you never acknowledge them. What a waste. Yeah. You know, who, who are you referring just to? Don't, like, Basically anybody that's not an alcohol company, really. Yeah. 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 You know, because the only the only ones that really will will acknowledge you is is like those companies. But so someone tagged the Sultans of Smoke on the Schwarzenegger post. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I- Ibn from Smoke Manio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had seen mm-hmm. it and he tagged us mm-hmm. on it, which was also funny. Hundred percent, because people know. <laughs> Anybody that listens to this podcast know. I mean, the Kawhi Leonard. You talk about Arnold. I mean, yeah, we've been we've been going through the Kawhi thing for a couple months now. So, speaking of bodybuilders, did I tell? You, did I share the story of the guy taking selfies in the bathroom at the gym? Is it is it recent? Because. I feel like in the last couple months. (laughs) I feel like you've shared this before. (laughs) Okay, a year year or two ago. Is this one new? No, no, no. This this happened like a couple months ago, right? Well, maybe shit. Maybe I don't know. You lose track of time. Anyway, so come to find out, that guy's a professional bodybuilder. Oh, really? Yes. So you're like this douchebag in here taking pic? Oh, whoops! You actually make money off of this guy. Has three hundred thousand something followers. (laughs) IFBBB Pro or whatever. Yeah. Which there's a lot of guys out there, I mean, that are pros because of the Yes. That that uh lesser pro circuit. Yeah. You may never even hear about them. A lot of times. I you know, actually when I met Phil Heath, he had mentioned that. He yeah. goes, basically anybody could be an IFBB whatever pro now. Well, pretty much. Not, not, not because anybody, of all the shows that they do. I know. The, all the ones they promote and whatnot. It's not one show and that makes you a pro. It's 20 of them. I don't know. Probably right. more than that. Yeah. 
And then there was this girl at the gym that was literally setting up like videoing stations of herself. Come to find out, she's got 200,000 something followers and she's uh, some fitness, whatever. Something. <sighs> you got it going on in Chicago, man. I guess. But let's put it this way, bro. There are, I cannot believe how vain people have become. It's crazy. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse. It's crazy, man. Everybody, not everybody, but it's it's really weird. And you, you kind of see it all over. We were actually, we were actually having this conversation at the cigar shop yesterday when we were doing this. And, and I told the guys, I said, these guys were talking about, failed marriages and whatnot to look and they're back in the dating scene. And I said, well, if, if you're talking to a, a woman that takes a lot of selfies, chances are, and this goes for women too. If you're talking to a guy that takes a lot of selfies, um, chances are they're never going to love you as much as they love themselves. So yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if you're taking a lot of selfies, I mean, how much do you love yourself? I think there's a there's a uh a caveat to that is if mm-hmm. is if you are like a pro making money but even then sometimes sometimes they're doing it because they like themselves and then it, it just it's like oh I there's can make that. I can make money at this not the other way around where they're like right oh I love bodybuilding or fitness and oh and I can make money at this not just how I look <laughs> right 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 which I know we have other crap to talk about, but we had text last week, the week before, anyways, about uh, plant-based protein. Yeah. So, uh, and, and you guys mentioned to talk about it. Good thing Cow's not here. <clears throat> or Danny. Yeah, well, he'd take it personally. So, and I know Schwarzenegger just came out with that movie as well, but I, uh, Game Changers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, pretty good movie. They've got some good... What's it about? Um, the whole plant-based protein, vegetarian type diet, um, okay. and the benefits to it. Okay. Um, as far as health wise and, and I'll go, it follows okay. this, um, fighter that got Ooh. injured and he did something to his knees. I can't remember exactly what injured for, he was out like six plus months or whatever and mm-hmm. had a lot of time to sit around and do research. Okay. And decided, uh, after all his research, to go vegetarian as he's healing back up. And has energy more than ever, healthier, blood pressure's dropped, I mean, the whole bit. So the movie kind of follows him and his journey and talks to a bunch of other people, powerlifters, bodybuilders. And this uh, is based on a true story? Yeah, yeah, this is all legit stuff. It's it's not a... Uh, not like a film film it's a it's a documentary so oh okay um Schwarzenegger produced it with uh what's his name jeez I'm now I lost it James Cameron I believe okay or Steven Spielberg uh James Cameron I believe Uh anyways um pretty good movie if you're considering any of that so long before this movie came out I'd been doing some research about it Mm-hmm. And even me and my wife had talked about just doing just other options. I don't, right. Originally, I didn't care healthy. It was just other. How many times can you grill a steak and potato mm-hmm. <laughs> for dinner? Right. Anyway, so we looked into some other options. We ordered some meals. I don't remember the brand, but they send you all the ingredients and you uh, cook it. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome, by the way. Okay. Um. Anyways, they have some vegetarian options. And I was like, fuck it, just order it. If it's shit, we throw it away. Who cares? If it's good, then we have another option of junk to eat. So we've kind of started with that. And then I've I've switched. I do like a burrito every morning. All right. Either I make it or I've bought something um, for breakfast. That's my breakfast every morning. Well, yeah. I've seen some some plant based ones. Uh, it's like ground beef, but it's all made from plants. Dude, it, you can get twenty or thirty grams of protein in a little bit old burrito. Just because yeah, it's. It's so nutrient dense. And what does it taste like though? So uh, 
I haven't I haven't tried like tofurkey and all that other crap, but oh, just some God. basics like ground it, it's ground beef, but plant based ground beef. Um what is that? Well it's not ground beef then. What is it? Well it's plants. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> ground dandelion. Ground but so so just like you, I was like, eh, this is gonna be shitty, but we'll try mm-hmm. it. So I, I grind it all up. I threw just a little bit of um, like hamburger seasoning in with it, and uh, that was it. I ate it for lunch the next day and was like mm. craving it. It was freaking amazing. And by the way, and I don't know all the brands, but this particular mm. one, guaranteed, you could not tell the difference between it and ground beef. Guaranteed. It's stupid. I don't know how they did it, but it's freaking ridiculous. And What brand is it? I'd have to look. I'll post a picture on the podcast. But, uh, dude, it's good. That's that's primarily the only one I've tried, other than, like, my burritos have some other stuff in them, and they're, they've actually been really good. That's uh, good. So I have a few questions. Go for it. Right? Okay. One, when I hear this stuff, okay, documentary comes out. Some of these brands are now publicly traded. Oh, yeah. So I would like, I would like to see... You know, I want to see Schwarzenegger's portfolio, James Cameron's portfolio. Are they invested in these companies? Are they on the board of directors of these plant-based protein companies? You know, what is there, Beyond the Meat or something like that? So I would want to know the angle of that documentary first and foremost. Mm -hmm. But okay, let's step away from that. Then I start questioning myself. I'm like, would I be that guy that would stick to beta over VHS because I don't like change? Would I still be using like a Discman instead of a, you know, an, <laughs> MP3 player? My, my iPhone to listen to music? You know what I'm saying? Like, or, yeah. or, am I, or are other people crazy for always like seeking that next thing? Like if there's certain things that work, they work, they've worked for the history of mankind. Why are we constantly trying to change it? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And originally, long before this film came out, um, yeah. we've been looking into it probably a good six, eight months, maybe a year and doing okay. some meals off and on throughout that time. Um, so for me, originally it was just what's healthier that I can still get protein. Cause, and, and, and most people think if I tell you vegetarian diet, you picture Somebody's eating a bunch of salads and beans. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what I picture. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I'm not giving up. I'm not, I'm saying nothing about going vegetarian by any means. I'm looking for a healthier yeah. option long-term. What's yeah, something that I, I can it. do. And if I could throw a couple of these meals in there and feel better and be a little healthier. Awesome. Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, I, I I typically use salmon or tuna to do that. But oh yeah, I get it. Well, and I, I, I I've been just since we got back from Germany more consistent. Um, so over yeah. the last two weeks, um, I'll do breakfast and lunch as a plant based protein. Um, yeah, dinner I won't uh, or haven't. I still do steak and everything because I'm never giving that up. Yeah, I mean outside of. Some sort of allergic allergy. Oh, yeah. There's no way. It's not going to happen. So just from being back from Germany, just two weeks of this, I've lost uh, 8 to 10 pounds. uh, Really? Kept on muscle. Um, I didn't train all of last week um, just Mm -hmm. from being back and was sick and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. still lost weight. Um, Was eating. I actually had to cut back my protein (laughs) because I was eating so much protein. It was stupid. Well, you know, they're saying these days, and, and most of our listeners have probably cut out now because they're probably like, yeah. what the hell are these guys talking about? Where's the cigar talk? But they're saying that that one gram of protein per pound of body weight is obsolete, that that doesn't need to be that high. Is Have you been reading that, or is that true? Or um, Man, I think for like your average person, yeah, that's not. Yeah. That's probably way, way too much. Yeah, probably. So here, here's my question for you, since it's Halloween. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. What age? So first of all, <laughs> let me preface this like this. 
It was snowing today in Chicago. It was nice. the largest amount of snowfall in the history of Halloween. Wow. Okay. Yes. And there were still kids out. And, and I don't know who to be more proud of, the parents or the kids. Okay? Yeah. Because for the parent to say, you know what? I'm going to go brave it out there with you. I'm going to grab my mug of coffee or whatever, and I'm going to bundle up, and you're going to run around like a little jackass <laughs> from house to house getting candy. Or the kid that's like, yeah, I don't really care. I still want to go. Who's more impressive? That's, that's pretty uh, – uh, yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because because i don't even have kids and i'm yeah. i'm already thinking to myself and it's not snowing here but it's cold yeah i'm already like man i'll just go buy you a couple bags of candy and we don't have to go anywhere <laughs> right i'll i'll let you ring the doorbell and i'll dump it in your bag and then get back inside <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing man i think we forget i mean as soon as the summer ended, the one thing you were looking forward to at like nine and 10 years old was Halloween. Oh, yeah. Like you were counting down the days from September 1st to October 31st, right? Yeah. You started school and it was like, how long till Halloween? <laughs> and then Thanksgiving. But, but I got to give these kids credit. And, and I respect the parents that, that push their kids to go out and, and, you know, everybody talks about the softening generation and this and that, but I didn't see it. And, and kudos to the town of, of, uh, you know, in Illinois where I live that they, uh, they didn't like shut down trick or treating. So I was pretty impressed, man. Cows out there, Danny, Cows up. poor, poor guy. He's out there in that 70 degree weather. Yeah. In that Austin. must be brutal down in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pork. unbelievable. Well, I heard <laughs> east of Cow near Milwaukee, they had received like eight inches of snow. Dang. And I don't know what cows, whatever is like, but uh, yeah. What did you guys get? Uh, I don't know, man. It's actually already gone, but oh, it was yeah. sticking earlier. Huh. So I don't, I don't know the exact. Uh, but here's here's an adult question. Now let let's extrapolate Halloween. Instead of candy, people are giving out cigars. That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where do I sign up? So they did a survey of like 1,100 people, and the number one sought-after candy or wanted candy was a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup by Trick or Treaters. Yeah. Number two was Snickers. Okay. Okay. So if you were to do your one and two of like, <laughs> you know this house on the block is giving this and that cigar. Which house are you going to, and what are the top two cigars that you want? Man, that's that's hard only because if people are giving away cigars, <laughs> I'm good with about anything. <laughs> for the for about anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're slanging Casa Garcia. There's <laughs> there's still some limits. Yeah, but I would I would still be excited. The backwoods house. <laughs> <laughs> those are the people that give out those like orange and, and black like uh, wrap. You know. You know oh yeah. Those, those like you can't even eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The the bundle guys are like you know they're they're the uh, you know the the uh, what's that candy corn. Yeah yeah yeah. Huh. So you know? so so one and two. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta break it out you know let's make this an adult thing right? one so, and right. two so so i would hope so who, are, who are your reese's and, and snickers people okay so so i can go with like an obvious like an opus or something like that but i would okay. almost hope for something not necessarily rare but like a okay. uh something i can't normally get maybe sure so, I can see that. So down here, even like like Byron and stuff, you can't get. So so right. so something maybe like that, and it doesn't even have to be expensive, but something something uh, cool and unique. Versus, and and I don't know how to yeah. relate that to candy, but yeah, no. So I get it. so I would hope for something like like an Opus or uh, uh, I don't know, maybe a Cuban even of some sort, and then I would hope for something cool boutique type brand mm -hmm. that yeah. I couldn't normally get. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. I think that's how I would look at it, too. You know, you want, I'd want something that I can't necessarily get all the time or, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, maybe I wouldn't pay for all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. 
And I think even as a kid, you got back and like opened your bag of candy. I can kind of remember, and you got something in there that you're like, "Whoa, this is cool." Yeah, that's what I would want when you get back and you open your cigar box. <laughs> yeah. There oh man, this house! I should have went twice. <laughs> you know, Zykar comes out with like one of those like uh, you know jack o' lantern shaped uh, things. Oh yeah. Just drop cigars and I didn't even. You know, it's already humidified with bovidas and. I didn't even think about that. If they gave out like. Lighters and, and, and different Zycar cutters or uh, <laughs> the accessories. Ooh, yeah, the accessory house. Yeah. People giving out accessories, yeah. <laughs> sure to stop by them, too. Oh, uh, man. man. People are going to hate this. No, they're going to be like, these guys, are, these guys have lost it. That's oh, yeah. it. Bring, giving up on the Sultan. Bring Cal and Danny back and we'll listen. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode. And that's oh, jeez. So speaking of accessories, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting the guy from Red, that that does Red Horse knives. Have you heard of these? I have not. Okay, so he he makes higher end knives, and he just came out with like this titanium uh, something or another. He's calling it a condor cutter, right? Okay. So I met with him this past uh, last week. You got to try out his cutter and stuff like that. Basically, if you like the scissor cut, which some people do quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cal, Cal would be one of those. We yeah. Saw, we saw in his video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Cal's scissor cut somehow leads to a hole punch, which <laughs> I is confusing to me. But, on, uh, only in the dark, though. Yeah, only in the dark. <laughs> but... It, you know, it was, it was, you know, the quality is second to none. Uh, very, very uh, great materials that are used into it. Um, certainly, uh, it's it's going to be a niche market of people that are going to be buying that cutter. What's kind of what kind of price? Do you know? You're looking you at two two seventy, I think, for for the cutter. Yeah. But you're guaranteed fifteen thousand cuts. On the blade, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they rate it. Um, it fits in your pocket. It doubles as a bottle opener if you're a drinker. Potentially brass knuckles type defense system if <laughs> you know it comes to that. Uh, but, but really cool. And and more than anything, man, the guy behind it's a really cool dude. And what? to me, that was. He was, yeah, just a genuine cool dude, man. And, and, and not, not like, like, first of all, if you're going to demand that kind of money for a cutter, a lot of times you're kind of a douchebag, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But Can this guy's not. He's like a down-to-earth dude that just, like, b- believes in the quality of, of materials that go into his product. And I respected that. I mean, he had me convinced it was worth 275 when I was. How many did you buy? Well, I didn't buy any. They weren't for sale. Oh, we didn't have them for sale yet. No. Now mm-hmm. that's that's something. I'm not saying I want one, but that's mm-hmm. something I could. Uh, I definitely respect that and could could mm-hmm. get on board with. Mm-hmm. I, I one I, I I could care less about the scissor cutter or any. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. But I don't have scissors, so maybe I just don't know. But something that's kind of a custom deal, handmade. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I, uh, it's unique for sure. Yep. yep. So it's not mass produced, like not down in Zycar or anybody else that's got them, but uh, it's got a unique thing that, man, you go into the shop and people are going to think it's cool and they're going to want one. And it's got a story to it more than just, yeah. oh, the Zycar rep was in town and I got it for 15% off. Right. Yeah. No, it's, a, you know, they're made in the USA, which obviously is going to make them a little bit more expensive too, but yeah. If that's something that that means something to you, which I feel like a lot of cigar smokers it does, that's an added bonus to it. So, but anyway, man, it's uh, it's interesting to think about. It's like you know, Halloween candy trick or treating is like big as a kid, but really, as adults, it's the same thing for us, just with different things. Oh yeah, you know. It used to be costumes. Now it's you know what kind of clothes we wear. I you know I don't know. It's, uh, and it's and it's every day, not just a couple times a year. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, it was, there's some people that I wish they, you know, they would dress up as good people and try to be cool oh. once in a while. <laughs> dress up as a good person today, please. Yeah, try try that <laughs> for size. What are you smoking? Mm, a Mombacho Tierra Volcan. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a shorty left from my uh, my days uh, when I used to rep them. So nice. Broke it out. It's fr- it's freezing. I'm in the garage right now. I got a winter hat on. You would think it's December, but uh, <laughs> we're braving it. I got to get a space heater. Yeah, that's the way I to mean, go, man. In the garage. Yeah, I think so. And for the guys in, look, there is there's one state where you could smoke outside all year round. That's California or Southern California, I should mm-hmm. say. Arizona gets too hot in the summer, but you could, you know, you could smoke outside probably nine months a year, maybe 10. Florida, same thing. Texas, nine to 10, probably. You know, the Southeast, probably nine months a year. Oklahoma's probably, what, seven or eight months, maybe not quite nine, but, you know, probably yeah, pretty much. seven months, six to but in the Midwest, it's about four tops. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, same in the Northeast. So, yeah, we, we battle a different beast. But uh, I don't know. And anyway, there's that. <clears throat> but I will tell you, I so driving to the Carolinas this past week in, in, in Tennessee, not the Carolinas, sorry, North Carolina going into Tennessee. So apparently there's this area – Near Asheville, North Carolina, where the is it foliage or whatever yeah. is is out of this world. Is it all turning like, turn colors? Yeah, and so everything's turning, and it's like super. Like they get a ton of tourists, right? Oh yeah, just because of that. Yeah, just because of that. But I guess I never realized how many people were into that stuff. I love a good fall. Uh, I don't know, lands. I don't know what you call that. <laughs> Yeah, I it's don't not really. I guess a landscape, but yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, man, that was pretty cool. It was cool, um, but yeah. So we were. Um, so this past week, I absolutely ate like shit. Going back to food and um, just just ignorant. <laughs> and <laughs> on the road, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's I mean, tough. Bro, we were, I mean, I let's see, this past week I ate McDonald's, Arby's, Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, just. You had to try it all. Yeah. Man, I haven't oh, had yeah. McDonald's in so long. Oh, oh, you're missing out. Quarter pounder with cheese meal, still still number one. We stopped there uh, in, in Germany only because they had beer. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my thing is for the guys that travel a lot, and you could hit us up or whatever, in the event that you do keep your weight down or are able to manage it, how do you do it on the road? You know, what, what's your secret? Now, there were some guys, like I remember in the cigar industry, they would, there are some guys that would go to like the, the local grocery store mm-hmm. and like they would buy hard-boiled eggs, or they'd buy, like, lunch meat and make sandwiches themselves, stuff like that. Yeah. To kind of uh, circumvent eating, eating, you know, garbage all the time. But well, how do you do it, man? I don't well, know. Well, even, like, uh, the so-called healthier options at those places, like no. like Maggie D's and stuff, dude, the Come calories on. on a freaking mm-hmm. McDonald's salad are through the roof. You might as well. Yeah. You might as well get a burger and fries because you're probably yeah. less. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on the road's okay. tough. I, uh, years ago, when I worked for Directv and all, it was only lunch that I had to do, so it was a little easier. But yeah, man, when you're in a hurry and trying to get to the next place, and mm-hmm. it's it's Arby's and Mackey D's and. Oh yeah, had Arby's quick, too. Quick Trip. <laughs> well, Quick Trip has those great taquitos. Yeah. But here's the other thing, man. Okay, so 
and this is where like I always got kind of so you know you're you're working your job you know you're at your gig whatever lunchtime comes, let's say you bring your lunch, bringing your lunch is so anticlimactic. It's almost like bringing your cigar to the cigar shop. <laughs> you know, part of the thrill of going is finding a cigar to buy and smoke. You know. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like with lunch. Like I, I would never be as excited on the days that I brought my lunch as the days that I knew I was going out to lunch. Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, I take my lunch to work most days, but what mm-hmm. makes it better is, uh, we have a grill. Okay. So I'll cook it on the spot. All right. So then it's like all fresh and you're a little more excited about it because it is, it didn't sit in the refrigerator since last night and you got to thaw it back out and it's dry and yeah, it's a little better. Yeah. What I did was at my last job, I, I bought the ingredients for like, if I wanted to have sandwiches, let's say for a week or whatever, I would buy the meat bring the bread to work, keep it there, bring the condiments, keep it there, and then just make the sandwich fresh every day at work. Yeah, that helps. We yeah, have, we have a refrigerator and all, too, so we can refrigerator freezer be able to store some stuff. Yeah. We should come up with, like, a Sultan's life hacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How to get around the doldrums of uh, <laughs> whatever. Sultan's but there is there's one there, there's one topic that I'm going to touch on you know for next week when when the guys come back man and and this is something that I've talked about with different shop owners throughout the entire country and you see the same thing and, and we started to touch on this a little bit last summer and we never we never fleshed it out but I but I really want to um, and that is uh, cigar shop segregation oh yeah. And I don't care, north, east, south, west, doesn't matter, whatever, you see it. And within a shop, from shop to shop, I truly believe the cigar community is better than that. Um, I know we are. And I feel like it, it needs to be talked about. And so once we get Danny on and, and Cal back, I definitely want to kind of talk about that a little bit which real fast too on that mm-hmm. there's there's a segregation beyond just that uh, the norm that you think of but yeah right different cliques of people that oh, never yeah. merge mm-hmm. even though that's what you're there to do oh yeah and this is not just for because the first thing you think about when i mention that is race oh yeah yeah okay and and sure yes that yeah. is a component of it but even beyond that bro by income level yes by uh job type oh yeah by um and we talk about how cigars there's nothing in the world that brings people together like cigars but even within that that's like saying okay like the united states is one of the most diverse places on earth the most diverse place on earth right but you go to chicago and it's one of the most segregated cities in the entire country. I mean, you have neighborhoods like Little, or, or you know, uh, Chinatown and Little Italy and, you know, whatever, okay? And even within that diversity, like, people still kind of just, like, find their niches where they just clamor to their, their own culture and themselves. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And you see that even in cigar shops. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you, man, and I know... People laugh at me maybe or whatever, but, but the great equalizer in segregate, like I've noticed is income level. Okay. Like if you have money, it don't matter what color you are or what you, you know, whatever, like those guys kind of typically hang out together a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, which even on that, I know we'll talk more next, but I've seen it. I'll go in wearing, uh, you know, old ratty shorts and a shirt to the cigar shop or have in the past. And I don't know. A lot of the cigars I smoke, 
not not that I'm buying like the uh, the cheap bundles or anything, but if I feel like I need Eurostica, then I buy it and smoke it. And yeah. I've 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 gotten some looks before from people. Maybe some dude wearing a suit or something. Yeah. But the funniest part is, and I I know we are nothing, but someone will then be like, "Oh, he's a brand owner," and magically, <laughs> they change. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to talk to you and. It's like, dude, I'm I'm nothing. I'm literally nothing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, now you think something. It, it is amazing. Um, it's we're, crazy. We were talking. I was talking to one shop that had tossed around the idea. This was I don't even remember when this was, but they were tossing around the idea of having a dress code. And based on the dress code he had described to me, I wouldn't be allowed in there. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. You know. And. Neither would, neither would a lot of people in the cigar industry, okay? Like I've said before, the reps dress better than, like, the principles oh, yeah. of the brands, typically. Um, but that's crazy to me, bro. And it goes back to that discussion of, you know, making this into, like, this upper echelon exclusive thing and it just like people talk about like these cigar shops, like Grand Havana Room in L.A. and in New York and, and Carnegie Club and stuff like this. And I would never go to these places. Yeah, bro, I'm in the industry. I don't. I would never. We are in the industry. I wouldn't go to these places. What would I go do there? I mean, I'm not going to dress up in a in a jacket and button down and, and slacks to be able to go into a have a cigar oh yeah no that's the fastest way to uh, drive me away i understand like no tank tops and stuff like that yeah that yes we want you to nobody, I mean, nobody at needs least to wear a show at least wear a t-shirt and whatnot but yeah yeah if, if you're requiring if it's like a uh, country club where you have to have a a, a collared shirt on <laughs> and a coat yeah. or something well you lost a lot of business see ya yeah, bro. Absolutely. And that's not to... There are a lot of people that do like that exclusivity, and that's well, okay. And make it a make it a membership deal where your members, yeah. at, you know, get a certain level of the club or whatever that nobody else belongs to, and yeah. they've got to wear their coat or whatever, collared shirt. Yeah. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. Because then it's then it's uh it is like a country club type of deal, and mm. you want to only attract certain people to that area. That's fine. right. Now, with all of that being said, you can't go into a cigar lounge looking like a complete disheveled asshole. Well, either. no. Okay, you, look, you know the tank top bit, the whatever. Looked like you just got done mowing the lawn. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, if you're going to grab and go, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, ha- have some respect for the people around you. And that goes for the ladies, too. Yeah. Don't go in there, uh, you know. I don't know what I've seen. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. You see it. <laughs> You've, you see more shops than I do. But <laughs> well, bro, I, you, know, and it, you know, especially the shops yeah. that have bars. Well, yes. Yeah. You know, you you're going to see it all yeah. there. Yeah, you know, not a big fan of that. But, yeah, so find that middle ground where you're comfortable and you're being you, but not disrespecting the establishment or or yourself, I guess. Well, come on. More Every, importantly. Everybody has a decent T-shirt and a pair of jeans. 100%. Any, any, any day, any time now, people have that. So, yeah, you're good with that. Yeah. I was thinking about something, and, and it just escaped me as I went on that that <laughs> tangent, talking about different shops and stuff. But ultimately, man, it's it's a beautiful industry. Don't and and what I worry about, bro, is like so we were sharing stories this past week of with people of our first like cigar experiences, right, and how how people got into cigars. God, mine was and terrible. What's that? Mine was terrible. My first, like, shop. I don't know necessarily my first shop, but my first few. 
Mm-hmm. And it was horrendous. And if it, if my entire cigar smoking everything was based off of the first 10 times I went to a shop, I would yeah. not be here. <laughs> See, in, in these days, people give up on it a lot quicker than that. Oh, yeah. And almost everybody I talked to had a at least enjoyable first experience that is still smoking cigars today. Oh, I, I don't think I did. There you go. Well, I probably didn't, like I said, for the first 10 times. <laughs> you just felt like out of place or what? Oh, yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. I was one, I was 17 at the time. Well, so yeah, there's that. I was, <laughs> I was young. But then, the back then, the only shops we had, there was a really ritzy one. And yep. that was pretty much the only one you'd go to. So yep. everybody in there is like lawyers and stuff. And you walk yeah. in and you are out of place. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, you have no idea about anything and all these old men are, you know, judging you. So, and then you pick something because you're not getting any help and it's shit and yeah. you know it is and so does everybody else, but you still can't get any help. And this is before the days of Sold and Smoke Cigar Cast to where you can right. get some information. Yep. Dude, it's a whole different world now. I know. You can get information everywhere about cigars. Yeah. Um, it is. It is interesting to see the same. Man, I always say this, but this the same dynamic. No matter where you are in the country, across cigar shops, you know, each place has their thought leader or you know, guide that kind of guides everybody else's buying decisions. Not even, not even on purpose, you know, people just watch what that particular person smokes. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's interesting to watch, but I think that if you, as a consumer, this is the best time to ever be a cigar smoker. Oh yeah, man. By far. I mean, just the amount of, of good stuff coming out. So, one of the options, so many. If you can't find something that you like, you're definitely yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah, go vape. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't recommend that. Even for you know health purposes. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to, to, to opening up that discussion with the guys and in, in, in seeing what their thoughts are on all that. But yeah, that's something that that really just needs to uh, to go away. Don't like that. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But you you got to say your piece. I feel like anyway, regardless. Oh yeah. Uh, man, I was gonna. God, I forgot that I forget- topic. I was gonna bring you up in it. It's bothering me now. It was, it was really good too. Well, well, that's a matter of opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, most people have probably tuned out by now. We'll save it for next week. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Anyway. Well. 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 Happy Halloween, anybody that's actually listening tonight. Yep. Sorry, we were late this week. But you get the 99th episode of the Sultans of Smoke on Halloween. Nice. And it's next week, next Monday, will be 100, right? It will. Nice. Breaking the barrier. Breaking it, man. Wow, we took about six months off. Yeah. I never thought. Maybe even longer. I never thought we'd be at 100. No. But if you think about it, six months is what? Uh, 24 episodes? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Four, yeah, eight, 24. twelve. Yeah. Twenty-four. Yeah. But anyway, always always looking for ways to make this better. So anybody that let us know. Has any suggestions, yeah, please please let us know. I you know, I like I said, I mean, I've been trying to listen to podcasts and, and get tips and pointers from what people are doing and one of the one of the segments I always enjoy listening to about is like when they take the news and then they kind of have like these what the fuck moments, you know, where they oh, start yeah. like who who would do this type of stuff. 
It's always people in Florida. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> people think of Florida and they, I don't know, for whatever reason, they either think Mickey Mouse or South Beach. Guess what? That is not the majority of Florida people. No. That's a very tiny percentage. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let us know. Let us know any questions yeah. you've got. Let us know any uh, mm-hmm. suggestions that you've got for the show. And for those who have been following us, that you you kind of uh, let out the big announcement that uh, the Sultan Cigars are going to be back, and we'll, we'll have more details on that hopefully next week, right? It's coming soon. So, get ready yep. for anybody that wants them. Yeah. If you liked them the first <laughs> time, get ready. If you didn't you get like them the first time. They're good. Yeah, that's right. And, and this establishes legitimacy, I think, too, Drew. Because, at least for me, uh, on the, in the sense that everyone, everyone was questioning us about the re-release, and we kept telling people, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. And people probably stopped believing us for a while. Oh, and yeah. here we are. Now it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I feel like it's the same about the Patina Maduro. <laughs> you know when the fuck is this gonna i go to shop <coughs> when is this gonna happen easy guys <laughs> good things come to people who wait it only took like four years <laughs> yeah hey whatever it takes it, it's happening though that's right sultan's cigars will be back i'll never forget to end with this uh remember the movie rudy you ever watched that yeah 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 and so Rudy goes to the church, and the, and the priest comes, and he sits next to him, and, and Rudy's like, man, I really need this, and he's praying to God and praying to God, whatever. And then the guy says, well, you know, God answers prayers on his time, not necessarily on our time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it's got to, when it works, it works, right? We're, we're releasing cigars on our time, not everyone yeah. else's. <laughs> I wasn't referencing us as being God, but... God forbid, no. <laughs> Definitely not even close. No. If anything closer to Satan. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, shit. Thank you guys All for right. listening. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>